Hello and welcome to All Indians Matter. I am Ashraf Engineer. Menstrual health, while critical to the overall well-being of women, remains a matter of embarrassment, shame, and even stigma. And this is even more true in rural India. Women there face several menstrual challenges, ranging from lack of access to sanitary products to inadequate hygiene practices and lack of proper nutrition. Menstrual health is, in fact, closely linked to overall socio-economic development and is crucial to empowerment. Without it, women's development in India would be seriously hobbled. All Indians matter. We have on the show Snehal Pawar, project manager at Ojas, a menstrual health initiative of the Aditya Birla Education Trust. Snehal has nearly a decade's experience dedicating her career to empowering marginalized communities and spearheading initiatives that address critical issues related to gender and adolescence. Snehal shapes and executes programs focused on menstrual health in Maharashtra. These projects have transformed the lives of countless girls and women. Ojas has driven extensive awareness sessions across 435 schools in Maharashtra, creating a safe and open dialogue around menstrual health. Furthermore, she has collaborated with organizations such as the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, amplifying Ojas's reach and impact. Welcome, Snehal. Hello, thank you. Snehal, the National Family Health Service is 50% of women use cloth during menstruation, which is not classified as hygienic protection. What sort of health problems does this create? Um, yes, so uh, the World Health Organization uh, stated that uh, around 1.7 million people worldwide uh, lack access to basic sanitation. So uh, due to that, uh, there are uh, different uh, health issues that occur. So reproductive uh, tract infections, that these are around 70% more common among uh, women who use unhygienic materials. So, uh, yeah, so these uh, using cloth, uh, we can't say that it's inappropriate. It's uh, how we use it. So uh, when we discuss whether any product is good or bad, it depends on uh, how we use it uh, or how that product is being used. So uh, since cloth was not used properly, uh, it was not washed or dried properly. That's why a lot of health uh, issues occurs. Uh, in women and adolescent girls. Uh, again, uh, it's not only about cloth. Uh, in interiors of uh, Maharashtra and interiors of India, extremely interior areas, uh, women still use ash or uh, brick powder or uh, leaves that uh, leads to reproductive trans uh, tract uh, infections or uh, urinary infections, rashes or uh, high, risk, high risk of uh, cancer. So these are some of the uh, problems that uh, cloth and other sanitary product, unhygienic sanitary product uh, causes. Uh, however, uh, cloth napkin is one of the good option to uh, wear uh, features of cloth and uh, disposable napkins can be clubbed together and uh, it's very easy to use and it is sustainable, it is reusable, it is economical and uh, most importantly, it is environmental friendly. So, uh, yes, uh, we can't say only cloth, but cloth napkin can be a good option and uh, how we uh, use it is uh, more important uh, rather than what we are using it. When you mentioned the WHO figure, uh, I think you meant 1.7 billion and not million. Billion, yes. Right. Uh, Snehal, there's been a lot of debate now on how to make sanitary products more accessible. What's your view on the matter? 
accessibility is one major issue when it comes to providing sanitary products in uh, rural and urban setup. Uh, so um, there are uh, different uh, schemes and policies are there. So uh, we can say under national uh, health mission, uh, menstrual hygiene scheme. So pads are distributed free of cost for girls uh, uh, who are uh, who are between age uh, like uh, eleven to nineteen. Uh, there are um, uh, different departments uh, who are collaborating with NGOs and corporates to provide uh, sanitary napkins. Uh, in uh, different states, like uh, in Kerala, there is uh, they have started a mission uh, to provide non-biodegradable uh, uh, sanitary napkin waste. So there are different um, uh, uh, schemes and policies are going on. Uh, but um, again, we have to see uh, that uh, it's not about accessibility. So there are three A's that comes comes come in the picture. So availability, accessibility, and affordability. So we have to uh, work on all three aspects of it. So when whenever we are talking about um, just making a product accessible, we have to uh, also see is that product available in that uh, area and it is afford is it affordable uh, for the end beneficiaries that we are targeting. So uh, yes, uh, again, uh, uh, in terms of. Uh, Accessibility, we have uh, one uh, example where uh, in uh, uh, rural area, it is just near to Mumbai, uh, it's near Kasara. Uh, we have, uh, uh, we had we had an interaction with uh, one of the uh, women group where they said that uh, they don't have uh, sanitary napkins available at their village. Uh, they have to go to uh, town to buy those uh, stuff. Uh, if the uh, pa uh, price of that packet is around 40 rupees then they have to spend 80 rupees to go and buy that napkin so that's the situation uh, where we have to uh, work more uh, in this space so what role can private organizations or organizations in the development sector like yours uh, play in increasing this access uh, so, uh, see, there are, uh, we can work at different levels. So, we can work at grassroots level, maybe in villages, uh, NGOs can, um, NGOs should directly involve with schools and teachers where uh, they are the integral part of um, MHM uh, program. So, uh, school is the primary, can be the primary focus area because a lot of adolescent girls come there. Uh, also, um, there are uh, uh, other uh, collaborations that can be done where um, government and non-government organizations come together and then they, uh, then uh, uh, where um, policy is already there, implementation can be done by the organizations or uh, a lot, a, a, a strongest network we can say is a network of ASHA workers and uh, ICDS workers or SSGs. So uh, the, the, these three stakeholders in that specific region can create awareness and distribute sanitary napkins. So uh, there are multiple ways in which um, uh, organization can play um, an integral role to provide an access. Uh, give us a sense of the gap between urban and rural India in terms of not just access but also awareness of menstrual health. Yes, so uh, there is a difference in rural and urban setup. We shouldn't say awareness. First, we can focus on openness. So, of course, openness is about this topic. Menstrual health and hygiene management is there in uh, 
urban setup uh, it is very much uh, lesser in uh, rural areas but in when we talk about awareness then both setups they need um, uh, awareness cause uh, openness and awareness is a different thing so uh, even uh, we have observed that um, women and adolescent girls from urban setup they are not uh, very much aware about the uh, scientific uh, uh, information on mhm or uh, uh, product use maintenance and disposal of the product so that causes um, another um, ill effects uh, on um, uh, society or uh, we should say community so yes awareness is more important while providing uh, access to uh, product we can say that uh, women living in urban areas more likely to use hygienic methods than the women in rural areas but uh, and of course a report by uh, ngo dasra and usaid uh, they said that around 23 million girls in india drop out of schools annually due to lack of uh, proper menstrual hygiene management facilities so uh, yes so facility awareness and um, access to product combination of these three things can be helpful to bridge the gap we can say yeah absolutely also there is a general understanding that menstrual hygiene management which includes access to sanitary products is one aspect of the entire issue but there are equally important aspects like accurate and scientific information about the menstrual cycle that are critical to menstrual hygiene management would you agree and how do we bridge this gap yes so we can't ignore either of them um we can make pad available but if we can't teach them how to use that pad or how to uh, manage their periods then uh, making available that product is of no use so uh, awareness is a crucial aspect uh, in mhn Uh, it is very often observed that in many schools topics such as reproductive system or uh, menstrual hygiene are skipped while teaching so we uh, like um, in schools where whenever we go we uh, teacher uh, tell us that thank you uh, thank you for coming and teaching uh, the, this concept scientifically because even we are not very sure that how to uh, make uh, this uh, concepts uh, simpler and um, how how can we explain that so uh, yes even teachers and um, uh, uh, like uh, uh, educational uh, like uh, in the education system uh, uh, they are they know that they have to teach this topic but uh, they are not very sure that how to teach this topic uh, again uh, this is at we are talking this about uh, ground level uh this is uh, again uh, menstrual health and hygiene it is not only related to women and girls so we have to have boys and men involved in it so giving them information it will help to make period friendly society uh of course uh, education for men and boys uh will help uh, women in the ecosystem in their ecosystem to work uh, in a better way or to live in a better way Uh, in terms of district level uh, the asha workers uh, icds workers uh, teachers uh, then other school authorities and other uh, government authorities um, can be uh, their capacities can be built uh, even in gram panchayat level if we talk about rural areas then capacities of gram panchayat uh, uh, members or a gram sevak so 
capacity uh, can be built on that level also and if we talk about state level then uh, uh, some sort of uh, there is a special need uh, to focus on uh, its monitoring and evaluation part so whether the program are already there are uh, being uh, all uh, being implemented properly or not so again we have to uh, make it level wise where each and every uh, level uh, the work is going on properly yeah absolutely and i couldn't agree more but say what about the taboos we are witnessing in rural areas around menstruation so yeah there are uh, like uh, we uh, while uh, working on field we get to hear a lot of uh, believe practices and taboos related to menstruation so uh, yes uh, since uh, we don't consider uh, menstruation as natural process we have made it more as a social process so that's why a lot of um, misconception and taboos are there um, to uh, uh, to name a few we can say that women are not allowed to go out women are not allowed to sleep on the bed they we uh, people uh, the family members they give them chatai to uh, sleep uh, their uh, utensils their uh, dishes are being kept separately uh, they are not allowed to use uh, they are not allowed to touch uh, pickles or uh, uh, spices then um, uh in in some areas uh, of maharashtra uh, or uh, in com- some communities uh, women are um, forced to stay outside their uh, uh, houses so there are uh, certain places where uh, some sort of huts are built uh, which is called kurma ghar so uh, these uh, places uh, any uh, women in that community or in that village if she is menstruating then she has to stay in that hut uh, which is built uh, somewhere at the um, border of that village they she she has to uh, stay there for 4 to 5 days without any food without any electricity uh, and with a lot of uh, insects and everything so again it's a, a very uh, we can say the condition uh, due to misconceptions and uh, beliefs uh, conditions are getting worsened but yes of course we have to uh, we are uh, there are many organizations and government are working uh, to uh, eradicate uh, these uh, taboos or, uh, or stigmas we can say stay alone this this is the really the crux of you know what i want to talk about which is could you explain the link between menstrual hygiene management and women's social development and indeed empowerment um uh, yeah so uh, it, there is a close relation uh, between uh, menstrual health and hygiene management and women development so many research researches have shown that uh, whenever women are able to maintain good menstrual hygiene management they are more uh, they are more confident they they have control on their lives um even uh, girls uh, uh, who, girls who are educated um, and empowered uh, they have uh, they uh, we can say that they are uh, much aware about the uh, their management of periods so um, even um, if uh, we can say mhm uh, and uh, women empowerment if we want to uh, club together then uh, there is an example where uh, women 
uh, in some areas of maharashtra women are forced to uh, uh, we can say unka jo uterus hai that unko wo nikalna padta hai they are forced to remove their uteruses just because they get periods every month and that's why they can't work on a regular basis so these are the harsh realities so again uh, these are uh, this is one example but uh, if that community and if we are um, if we can work with um, communities by giving proper information about mhm then maybe this sort of incidents can't happen where uh, one person or one woman uh, if she want to work then she have to uh, remove uterus as uh, sh- she want uh, as um, she the periods come uh, every month so a lot of work needs to be done on this but uh, there are gender norms there is discrimination there is gender based violence due to menstruation uh, there is one case recently happened where a brother um, attacked uh, his sister as he felt that um, she has intercourse and actually the blood stain was of period so that again one case was there uh, agency of girls uh, get uh, reduced if uh, once they are at certain age where their period comes uh, we can say a dropout rate is very high so um once girl is get, she start menstruating then uh, p uh, then uh, her agency um, reduces her uh, uh, education get affected and uh, it resulted in her early marriage or uh, any other uh, effects that we can say right and when it comes to your own work what are the challenges you face when it comes to creating awareness about the issue in rural india specifically so first is people are not receptive about uh, menstruation and giving information uh, about menstruation because they feel that it is not important um, or else uh, what we um, are very sure that we want to give full information Uh, whenever we go to school or any communities, they say that just a uh, like you um, take fifteen twenty minutes just explain what uh, what is that what you want to explain and uh, 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 please uh, allow us to uh, work what what is there on a regular basis. So importance of that topic is not there. Uh, of course, again cultural uh, uh, cultural issues are there or uh, shame is there. So whenever we go to school. uh whenever principal introduces us so he never uh, speak as uh, these uh, people have come to give you information about menstrual health they always say that these people have come to talk to you about your health so even uh, uh, getting that word uh, menstruation or periods is a shameful um, thing for them so yes uh, also um, Uh, we can't talk to uh, while uh, uh, we are in field we can't talk to um, uh, boys or men about menstruation we have worked a lot uh, to bring this uh, uh, practice uh, in ujas where we have started conducting sessions with adolescent boys still there is there are some restrictions that school uh, like some schools are not giving us permission but uh, we are trying our level best to uh, work with boys also uh, if we if a principal is male 
then um, he always uh, call one female teacher and uh, tell her that please talk to these guys these guys they want to do something and uh, you sort it out uh, on your own so these are some cases where we find little bit difficulties while working in rural areas no guys i'm glad you mentioned schools and principals because i was going to ask you can rural schools play a role uh, not just in creating awareness but i read an interesting article recently where Uh, it was suggested that they can play a role in distribution as distribution centers for sanitary products yes of course so um every village has uh, one school either primary school or secondary school so uh, in india every village uh, there is a school set up these can be used as a um, centers for distribution uh, of napkins so um, uh the ministry of jal jal shakti guidelines on menstrual hygiene management they have identified school as a uh, site where uh, sanitary napkins can be kept and uh, school going uh, going girls can use and um, like they can come they can use and um, uh, through that uh, their attendance and uh, other uh, um, aspects can be improved also um since uh, at national level at state level at taluka like block level and at village level every level through uh, we can work through these schools because education system is uh, there uh, everywhere so we can use that also even um, wash facilities can be uh, worked uh, under school setup so um, it is not only about distribution centers but yes um, uh, improving wash facilities um, can uh, help uh, to uh, work in a better way what about self help groups can they help also women self help groups yes definitely just uh, during our conversation uh, initial conversation i spoke about um, cloth napkin or uh, Uh, anything, any product uh, these SHGs can make any sanitary product, and they can uh, they can distribute it. Cause uh, SHG is a very strong network, women network in rural areas. So these napkins can uh, easily made available and accessible to rural women. Uh, when we speak about rural areas, it is um, always see that um, accessibility, affordability, and availability is not there. so here um, they can work as a uh, center uh, where uh, products can be available uh, even um, like um, just um, sometime you uh, ago you have mentioned that uh, uh, we are working uh, with bill and melinda gates foundation so through that initiative uh, uh, we are collaborating with 100 uh, plus uh, uh, women shgs group where uh, we are uh, skilling them to um, manufacture cloth pad and uh, it will help uh, them to um, generate their income or uh, increase their livelihood options uh, plus it will give um, access to uh, cloth pad uh, to the nearby communities and rural maharashtra so uh, yes at ujas we work with shgs to educate them about importance of mhm and um, uh spread awareness about uh, mhm in rural areas do you think something more needs to be done at a policy level yes definitely of course we say that a one size fits all approach will not help here 
currently most of the guidelines and schemes are regarding mhm are at a central level and which comes to state then so um a central government provides state and then state provides uh, guidelines to uh, district level and then block level um, of course we have to make some amendments based on the uh, regional uh, demand and um, uh, uh, looking at geographies and uh, practices that are there in that particular region uh, we need to make targeted intervention at every state level or every district level uh, based on the uh, need um also one policy won't be uh, also making policy will not be only an option uh, implementation of it um, at grassroots level is uh, equally important and um, at the same time it's very challenging also so um, uh, if policy is already made then um, while implementing um, educating parents uh, particularly mother of young girls is important cause um, whenever we go to school uh, whenever we give this information then girls tell that uh, didi you have uh, given uh, us this information but whenever we go to our um, house then uh, we have to follow whatever our mother is telling us so we have to equally work with mothers we have to involve men and boys in the conversation where uh, menstruation is there means uh, uh, it, it will help us to implement the mhm policy very much effectively uh, even uh, uh, the menstrual hygiene scheme and uh, uh, a need different uh, it needs different approaches to reach in adolescents in rural and urban areas so uh, of course awareness uh, need of awareness is there but uh, we have to uh, work differently in both the areas so approach should be uh, different for both the setups i read a very interesting line somewhere that menstrual hygiene is in fact a human rights issue would you agree uh yes of course so uh, when people cannot access safe and effective uh, means to manage their periods then of course uh, we can say that uh, they are not able to manage Uh, their menstruation with dignity and a lot of girls face menstruation related teasing exclusion negligence and uh, shame so yes which is uh, which is uh, related to their human dignity and human rights so and due to this uh, neglection and discrimination some of their human rights basic human rights such as right to education right to health right to work right to non discrimination right to sanitation um, like these rights are uh, denied um, in the scenario so of course mhm um, like menstrual hygiene um, is related to human rights have things changed for the better in rural india over the years are things getting better uh, especially after covid 19 which i believe was disastrous i mean on the uh, menstrual hygiene issue yes so the proportion of women uh, and adolescent girls from 15 to 24 years they uh, they have started using menstrual products menstrual hygiene products uh, and uh, we can say it is increased by uh, 20% uh, between 2015 to 16 and uh, 19 to 21 so right now we can say around 77.3% of girls uh, they have started uh, using menstrual hygiene products right so tell us about ujas the work it does and the impact it's had 
Yes, so Ujas uh, is working in this space um, to aiming to create a positive and sustainable impact on menstrual health and hygiene landscape of India by reducing period poverty and by empowering adolescent girls and women. So um, this is our, uh, we can say this is our vision to um, change the landscape, menstrual health and hygiene landscape of India to make it more better. Uh, so uh, to do that, Ujas is working on three major aspects, access to awareness, access to distribution of sanitary product, and third and more most important is sustainability. So at present, uh, Ujas is working in 10 districts of Maharashtra. Uh, we are um, going to go beyond Maharashtra. We are going to work in different states um, uh, on, uh, in the future. Uh, the 10, 10 districts we are talking about is um, Mumbai, Thane, Amravati, Vashim, Yavatmana, Jalna, uh, Sangli, Satara, Pune and Palghar. So these are the nine. These are the ten districts where we are working. Uh, we have conducted around four thousand plus awareness sessions, and we have reached out to around uh, five hundred plus schools. And uh, we have uh, distributed over twenty four lakh uh, sanitary napkins. Uh, and yes, so uh, around we have reached out reached out to around one lakh um, beneficiaries in this. Uh, time span and also we are working on a project through which we can achieve sustainability uh, in the menstrual hygiene landscape so i was talking about the um, sanitary uh, shg project so it's the same where we are going to work on sustainability part so snehal here's a question i ask all my guests at the end of the show why do you do this work um okay so there are multiple reasons to it so first uh, is <laughs> Uh, being a woman, I know how much it is important to know about periods. Because uh, uh, whenever like we are going, we are talking with adolescent girls. Uh, we always feel that uh, if this information could have reached to us at that age, uh, it would have helped uh, us more. Uh, that is the one reason. Because adolescent girls, I have been working with adolescents from uh, uh, for a longer period. Uh, I was. Uh, I am working in gender sensitization um, space. So uh, working with uh, gender and periods and menstruation is it's a correlation we can say. And uh, yes, I'm motivated to work more in this uh, space as I feel that uh, if this uh, topic, uh, uh, we, if we can normalize this topic, a lot of things can be changed in the society. Uh, it's not about only gender or women empowerment, but a lot of things um, apart from uh, uh, women issues can be uh, addressed. Snail, I can't uh, thank you enough for coming on the show. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you all for listening. Please visit allindiansmatter.in that's A-L-L-I-N-D-I-A-N-S-M-A-T-T-E-R.in for more columns and audio podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Ashraf Engineer that's A-S-H-R-A-F-E-N-G-I-N-W-E-R and All Indians Count that's A-L-L-I-N-D-I-A-N-S-C-O-U-N-T Search for the All Indians Matter page on Facebook. On Instagram, the handle is All Indians Matter. Email me at editor at allindiansmatter.in Catch you again soon. <laughs>